Marcus, what would you say was your most embarrassing uh, story as Ooh. a performer? Whoa, man. I can only pick one? Only one. Okay. All right. All right. I was just, uh, like five or six just went in my head just now. <laughs> um, I would say maybe like the most embarrassing was probably in middle school. I think I was in seventh grade. Okay. I was supposed to play a duet with uh with a buddy of mine little saxophone kind of we were actually going to play like for, a, the, for a, the school yeah yeah at, at our, our school like show right middle school um we were going to play like a theme from from star wars right um like okay. the the band the the catalina band the bar or whatever the do that do that do that don't make me say oh, it not, uh, sorry can i get a cantina just a couple, band. couple more bars <laughs> no, please? that's that's uh that's the most you, you'll get for right now <laughs> yeah it's supposed to be a duet my friend ended up uh he shall go uh, unnamed but he ended up injuring himself severely in um the wrist area causing him to not be able to play oh and uh yeah and it ended up being a solo and I ended up being a solo and because of like my nerves and, you know, it kind of happened in like, um, like pretty like last minute I went up there, I played, uh, my heart out, but I, I biffed it on this like really high note hmm. and like my, my nerves, I guess I just like clenched down on the, on, on, the, the, on the mouthpiece. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it just like, just like screeched like great. And it, I swear to me, it felt like it just echoed through the whole room, like everybody. And I just paused and then I just started playing like again, I finished it, but it happened twice in the same song. Oh. And, and so like probably the worst thing about it was like, uh, like, uh, like coming back to my seat and like hearing yeah. people like laugh, like, uh, kind of getting like, you know, getting a little heckled. Yeah. By your yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's probably like my most embarrassing like uh like to date. Yeah. Is there any uh, footage of this? There's no footage. Ugh. There's no footage. There's no recording. It actually never happened. I just made it so up. If I go uh, <laughs> to your house in uh, Grand Rapids and ask your yeah. mom, nope. uh, no, okay, she doesn't have it. Sorry. Uh, what about you? What about you, Aaron? Uh, I mean, a couple come to mind. I mean, as a as a skating performer, there's definitely one instance. Um, it was the second show I did, actually the first show I did. Uh, which you've seen uh, on on Liberty of the Seas. Okay. Uh, I I mean this was an easy one, but I had my my performing my jeans completely split open <laughs> in the middle of a number. <laughs> Yo, I do remember that. I, I think you probably <laughs> you probably saw you were there, and uh, that's on video somewhere. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, I just had to finish like another two and a half, probably three minutes of the number with like completely crazy open, open pants. <laughs> uh, but but the uh, show I did after that in Spain was a like a Christmas show. Uh, I'm dressed as I'm dressed in like this soldier costume and uh, my, my friend Edwin as that as we're like standing like soldiers at the front thought it'd be really funny to uh, to pants me in the show and nice. uh, yeah yeah he just <laughs> it's a family show too by the way <laughs> he, he just full-on pants me <laughs> in the middle of the show luckily my uh, my boxers at the time were the same color as the the pants I had on so okay it, Maybe it was uh, salvageable, probably not. Yeah, but, uh, amazing. Shout out to your buddy, man. Yeah, but <laughs> if, if you want to go back to like elementary school, I one did a talent. I did a talent show one time too with uh, my friend Tori, and we did this also duet, uh, little singing singing number, little ditty, mm -hmm. and uh, the the lyrics were just this. It was, um, oh, it ain't gonna rain no more, no more. It ain't gonna rain no more. How in the heck can I wash my neck if it ain't gonna rain no more, no more? That was the whole song. Okay, I hope so, you know I'm adding audio to that <laughs> so, post. <laughs> so, so we would essentially do that lyric twice through, and then we did it. We did three versions, 
So we did like a rap version. No. We did like a kind of like fast funk version. And then we did like a slow motion version. God, So it was please. like, <laughs> I'll give you a little taste. Like, oh, it ain't going to rain no more, no more. It ain't going to rain no more. How in the heck can I wash my neck if it ain't going to rain no more, no more? Okay. <laughs> and the last one was like, a, oh, it ain't going to. And we had this whole like stomp and uh, yeah. clap. That, yeah, that's, that's uh, I, I don't think I'll ever live that one down. Okay. No, you won't. <laughs> now that you just told me. And it's it's uh, it's imprinted forever in history. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, speaking of, um, you know, overcoming nerves and like, you know, preparing yourself for a performance. We get into that a little bit with our next guest, Adoniah Davis. Definitely is important, like talking to people and networking because, you know, you really just never know who you're talking to. You never know where they're going to go. They never know where I'm going to go. And I feel like you can get something from people as much as they can get something from you. All right, we're here in the studio with singer-songwriter and model Adonaya. Thanks so much for being on the podcast with us. Of course, us. I'm Welcome. excited to be here. So we want to jump right into it. How did you get into songwriting? And tell us about your music background. Um, honestly, my dad, my dad's a pastor. Um, he also sings, uh, he writes songs, he plays the keyboard by ear. So I really just grew up around him. And I was in the church literally every Sunday, even not on Sundays, like, you know, throughout the week. Okay. So um, he's the one who really got me in the music scene. And then we'll be at home. Um, he'll just be playing. He'll call me in. Um, he has, like, friends who write songs. So he'll, he would have me, like, I don't know, come up with my own little melody. And I didn't really know what I was doing. This started when I was, like, five years old. So oh, I wow. didn't really know exactly what I was doing. And he'll just, like, I have, like, little moments like that with my dad. So he's the one who really introduced me to music and made me develop the love for music um the songwriting thing i kind of learned on my own uh i would i would literally lock myself in my room and practice doing covers like um adele or um uh sam smith i like sam smith a lot mm -hmm. um and i guess the when i first started listening to music i wasn't really listening to the words it was more so how i felt so if i heard i'd be like oh this hits you know i don't really yeah. know what they're saying it wasn't until like i needed to write it down so i could memorize it because i didn't have enough things to like i need to look at something while i was trying to learn to play it on the keyboard so i guess the more i wrote it down the more i had to look at it the more i was like oh like they're actually talking about something and it made me try to do it on my own so that's kind of how i got into songwriting okay yeah. and yeah okay. when your uh when your dad was playing music around the house were you hearing more like, you know, like church, like hymn style music or, or was yes. your dad really into a certain type of music? No, very churchy, like very. Um, I mean, it was like different types, but more so like so like, you know, do you know Ty Tribbett? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't. Yeah, okay. No, no. You guys listen to uh, Christian music or anything? No, I, I don't okay. listen to much gospel. I mean, I, okay, I grew yeah. up in like a like a church setting, too. Yeah. But um, yeah, they they had kind of like their own thing, but I didn't know like the names of like artists and like too okay, much other yeah, genres. yeah, I didn't really know when I was younger, but but yeah, so it was like just a lot of Christian music, and it's funny because I'm not a Christian singer or a Christian artist. I'm R and B and soul, but okay. um, I do have a, you'll hear I have a lot of soul when I do sing. So yeah, I got that. Yeah, I got that all from my dad. All from my dad. Yeah, I mean, do you feel like um like growing up in that setting like helped develop like your ear? It was more, I don't know, I guess I really liked the 
the soul sound of like I think gospel really has like it's just a, a difference from other genres. Like mm-hmm. it really you can really feel it. Yeah, um, yeah. and I think unknowingly I just developed that. Like I feel like I have just a lot of feeling when I when I do sing or when I say my words. Um, so that yeah, definitely just helps. Um, being in the church setting, there's a lot of harmonies. Like everyone, you know, everyone's doing. Yeah, there's different notes. There's, uh, sopranos, altos. I was a soprano, but okay. Being with my dad though, I was um I was doing everything because I was in the I was in the gospel uh choir, um, and he would just like there were people there would be people who didn't know how to like stay on their note like hearing somebody else in their ear and I, I guess over years I just developed that talent because yeah. of my dad like he would just throw me in there and be like do soprano or do a different note that doesn't sound like everyone else. And I just like learned how to do it naturally. I didn't really know what it, what I was doing then. So I think I naturally do that in my music. Now I'm very good at harmonizing with myself. Mm-hmm. I could just pick up very quickly. So yeah, just, you know, a few things I got from it. Yeah. I, I found that um like one of my like strong suits, like as a, as a music producer is creating like, um like the beat, like everything that goes in the background, mm-hmm. the bass, the drums. Yes. And when I was a kid, I was always amazed that other kids memorized lyrics like so easily. Yeah. I could not sing along to any song. <laughs> like I could hum the melody yeah. probably, but I was always like listening to what was in the background, mm-hmm. like what was being played. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. And um and now like I found that like that sort of like comes naturally like to yeah. me. So it sounds like a similar thing, yeah. but like the harmonies and the melodies came naturally to you. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, I was a lot better at remembering words when I was younger. Now, these days, it is just the melody. Mm-hmm. Like, over time, I'll, I'll, like, if I practice, I'll remember the words easier. But it definitely was, that was definitely a thing when I was younger. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah. Well, tell me about some of your um, opportunities in, in Delaware, in your hometown. Like, um, were there, uh, was there a lot to do out there? Was there a lot of what you wanted to do? Honestly... It's def there's definitely a lot more opportunities in LA than Delaware, but I will say I didn't blossom really until I got to well, I don't wanna say until I got to LA. I, that's when I when I got to LA is when I started doing a lot more. But um in Delaware there really isn't too many like things that'll get you out there. Like there's like I'm, there's things that I'm just hearing about now that I'm in LA that there are, but yeah, no, not really. There's like little I think there are a little like open mics but not really like i would go to there's more in philly which is close to delaware um and yeah so not not really not okay. really did, did you find <laughs> yourself small. did you find yourself visiting philly a lot to like um, perform or listen to music so after like high school um a couple years after that i moved to philly for about a year so i went to like one open mic but i was more i was I was very shy. Like I love to sing, but singing in front of people was a different story. So I will say I didn't take advantage of what I did have there when I was there. That's tough. So yeah, no, you know, that, I had to have a pep talk with myself, especially yeah. when I got to LA because it's very, it's a lot more fast paced here. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, and everyone's trying to do everything that you're doing. So it's like you gotta stand out somehow. You gotta do something different. So. Okay, for yeah. sure. Being being around music from such a, a young age, yeah. Did you always know that this is what you wanted to do? Or was it a little for bit later sure. where you decided you wanted to kind of branch out into your own No, for style? sure. Um, I really knew when I was like five. Like, I remember this moment um, with my dad. He was like teaching Bible study or something for um, kids. He's, a, he's also a teacher. He loves like kindergartners. Like, he just, he's very good with kids. But um, yeah, there was a moment he was teaching 
and the day before he was just like practicing this song with me. like i remember he was just practicing some song with me i didn't know why he just had because that was a regular thing already and then the next day uh he had me go on the stage with him he was like telling all the kids we're gonna learn a new song and Addy or Addy's my nickname he's like Addy's gonna show you how to sing it okay <laughs> and so he just like put me on the spot and I was singing the song but I um and he started singing with me but um uh that was like the first day I learned how to do uh I don't know if you guys know what runs are like you, know, you mm-hmm. do cool things with your voice yeah, yeah, I yeah. did like a little run I was just so excited about it and that was just like I don't know that day kind of just sparked everything like I just thought oh, my gosh um I can do runs like I'm a singer okay and so I like kind of yeah, after that, I just remember, like, I always just locked myself in my room and I would just learn different covers, keep singing and try to sing exactly how they were singing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, um, I know that I'm from the Midwest as well. I grew up in Michigan. And when I moved out here to L.A., I kind of saw like what people were getting into, like all the opportunities like that you're talking about. And I think that I kind of like dove headfirst in a lot of like, like crazy like things like I thought like animation was cool like writing like like storyboarding I tried that one time yeah and I I gave it, it my cool. all for like two months it didn't really work out but you know you know I I feel like coming out here and being introduced to things and seeing how much people are doing like it was really inspiring yes. and so now I'm sort of like narrowing down like um the things that I like versus the things that are going to like improve like my career you know or mm-hmm. like best serve my interests yeah. so like when you came out here um what what kind of opportunities did you like gravitate towards or what was the expectation yeah um everything like i always uh knew i was a singer but i never like i always wanted to be a model i never looked at myself as that like i would have photo shoots and stuff but i never looked at myself as that so there was like when I got here, it just seemed way more like, oh, I could really like everyone's doing this. I can do literally anything I wanted to like that, do. That potential so, was like, yeah, like everything yeah. like that I had fun with, I could really make a career if I wanted to and if I wanted to enough. So um, coming out here, I saw that even just with singing, I didn't know like little jobs that you could just do with thing like uh like little kids songs. I was like, okay, that's cool. Sure. Um, I I was doing this thing called song finch at one time where you what's that literally, it's like a it's where you can write songs for people like they put in a request um and they'll tell you what they want it to be about the person their name and everything and you just create a song you have to have your own beat or whatever um and yeah stuff like that or even just being a, a background vocalist for other people that can be big artists and stuff like i didn't even know like i don't know just stuff that i really just didn't even think about it's like mm-hmm. i i just knew i wanted to be a singer and that was it but there's just so much more i could put my talent into and i just really like that about la so yeah awesome yeah. and you you've only been out here what a year now yes a year yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. and how do you feel do you do you love being here i really yeah. i really i really really do it's it's very very different i love delaware because you know that's where i'm from but it sure. is definitely like just way more opportunity um the people here like it is nice just having people doing what you're doing because delaware is so small um honestly it can it can get negative in delaware because there is so like it's just i don't such know it's a just small group yeah it's just people. such a small group everyone knows everybody if you it's more so like feels more so like a competition and sure. i didn't like that i don't know i just don't like that feeling it shouldn't it shouldn't be like that we should all be trying to get out it's the state is small enough already so <laughs> yeah. yeah so that is one thing i do like about la like um 
I feel like I met like a lot of cool people here, a lot of motivating people, a lot of people who are better than me. Like I like being around people who are better than me. So I sure, can, yes, yeah, so I can up. grow. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, yeah, I just, yeah, I really, I really do love LA. Had you already made some of those connections prior to coming here or did you, you know, kind of um, come in here cold and just, you know, throw yourself honestly, in? Honestly, the only person I really knew was my wife. Okay. <laughs> um, she also does music. So, you know, she was telling me how, you know, like all the good things about LA, how much opportunity, cause she has, she's had plenty of opportunities herself. Music and her is really the reason that really made me get the confidence to come here. Cause it is scary coming from like I've yeah, lived in Delaware yeah. my whole life. Coming from so, a small town, yeah, and my whole family yeah. is over there. So it's, yeah, it definitely is scary, but I do not regret it at all. How important is that um, collaboration aspect, like um, coming out here and like working with people? Because you know, a lot of people, Aaron and I have talked yeah. about it before. Like you know, trying to go it alone. You know, trying to yeah, trying to be the master of everything. And <laughs> yeah, that ending up being was, kind of the master of none. I think that was me before I got here. Um, I definitely was a loner. I didn't like, I didn't, I barely wanted people on my songs. Like I was just like, it's my song. Like it was just hard to just even let people. Let that be. control. Yeah. I just had to, yeah, like kind of let go of that. But it definitely is important, like talking to people and networking because, you know, you really just never know who you're talking to. You never know where they're going to go. Um, You never know where I'm going to go. And I feel like you can get something from people as much as they can get something from you, from you. And I think that, I mean, I've just noticed with with my experience that definitely just uh, I don't know, helps the process, makes it more fun. Yeah, it makes it easier. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just it definitely just this helps all around. Yeah. Like yourself and Marcus, you know, a lot of so many of us come out to L.A. from other places, yes. you know, small towns, the Midwest, and because I think because so many of us come here, you know, for that main purpose of you know going after our passion, whether it's in music, film, you know, art. Uh, I, I think there is like a lot more positivity between artists here because mm-hmm. we're all trying to collaborate and, yeah. and, and get there, you know? Yes, exactly. Yep. And uh, like you said, sometimes when you're just stuck in that small bubble of people, yeah, it, it, it becomes this kind there. of negative competitive energy. Yeah. Yeah. It's negative And yeah, that was another thing when I came out here, like, I guess I already said that you really don't know what's out there because you're, it's really just a whole different world mm-hmm. in LA than Delaware. Like I lived around like, I was in like farm areas and this is more like city, mm-hmm. much of people outside, yep. you know, but, but yeah, yes, it's nice though. I, I really do. I really do like LA. Yeah. yeah. When you put yourself out there, you, yeah. you feel like it comes yeah. back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you've got some music projects out and I kind of want to hear a little bit about your songwriting process. What's mm-hmm. that like for you? I don't think anyone's ever really asked me how I, how I really write. Oh, um, no worries. It's not a secret, but, um, is it? I'm not like, oh, no, 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 no. Okay. no, I know okay. everyone has like their own way. Um, of writing but uh, for me it's usually I usually like to find um, a good beat first like whatever I'm feeling I'll just go through a bunch of beats like whether it's someone who sent me beats or YouTube a lot of times I'll use YouTube just to get get my juices flowing but mm-hmm. um, yeah I'll go through a lot of beats first whatever I'm feeling I might come up with like some type of melody and I'm like okay I think I'm getting something something like if I don't get anything within like the first three minutes I'm like okay this isn't it I'm gonna go to the next beat um but yeah, I'll kind of come with a melody and then uh, then I start going into what does this beat make me feel like? Like, mm-hmm. what am I? Sometimes I go off the titles off the YouTube beats, whatever the title says. I'm like, OK, what comes to mind? Mm-hmm. Um, and all my songs are about me. Like, it's they're all real. They're all I talk about real things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes it a lot more makes it a lot easier to write. Um, 
But it starts with a feeling for you. Yeah, it starts with a feeling. And mm-hmm. then I just, yeah, whatever the beat makes me feel, whatever mood it gets me feeling uh, is usually what I go off of. And I'll kind of think of like a story that's happened to me or even like it may not have been exactly something that's happened to me or a feeling I may have felt in literally a moment. And I'm like, okay, I'll go off of that. Um, and then I just, yeah, I just keep going from there. Sometimes I have to come back to the song or sometimes I can finish it all right there. Um, but yeah, so you start with a beat, then a feeling, and then maybe a melody and some words, and then yeah, it all comes together. Okay, yeah. you mentioned like sometimes you have to like come back to a song. Like, um, yeah, have you experienced like writer's block? And like, if so, how do you get yes. yourself like out of that? Yes, I do definitely experience writer's block. Uh, to get out of it, I do you have a ritual? A lot, kind of. A lot of times, I like to go on. I guess YouTube, sometimes it takes me just watching other people's interviews, like what they're talking about, um, or even just other artists that I do like to listen to. I just will listen to a bunch of songs and eventually something kind of will stick out. So I'm like, oh, I can write something about this and I'll try to write it. So that's usually how I do. I'll just try different things, like listening to other people or maybe going outside. I get inspiration from looking anything. Looking for little inspiration. Yeah, just yep. looking for any anything. So... Yeah, that's usually how I get out of it. I mean, I'd be happy in a day. I'll come back to it and still struggle a little bit. I'll just keep trying. Like, I'll, if I'm getting frustrated, I, I'll give myself that break. So I don't, like, Dig defeat myself. Yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of how I get out of it. Yeah. Let's get into um, modeling. You said that you do that on occasion. Yes. Yes, I do. Um, I definitely do a lot more that, now that I'm in L.A. I actually just had um, a photo shoot. Uh, it was a yearbook themed photo shoot with a bunch of like other other people other creatives uh who may be models artists or whatever um yeah that was a nice that was a nice thing i'm trying to put myself out there more um and yeah i have like photo shoots every week though because we have our own production company we do our own music videos and photography so yeah i'm trying to get myself more in there but i like to consider myself a model yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, how, how does having both of those skills like helped your brand or help like like showcase yourself um so with music you kind of have to especially with music videos you kind of have to tell a story Mm -hmm. um and modeling kind of helps you like i don't know learn how to feel yourself in a way i don't know how to really explain it but um there's like a sense of like vulnerability yeah like Mm -hmm. it just like so that you're visually visually telling a story yeah visually telling a story and knowing how to look good um you know uh my angles, I guess. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm still figuring that out, like how modeling does help. But it, I guess it makes me more comfortable in a cam- in front of the camera because sure, that is scary yeah. in itself. Yeah, yeah. Coming out to LA now, you're trying modeling a little bit more. Yes. You're kind of branching out a bit. Is there anything kind of on your bucket list of, of something that you're looking forward to or wanting to try being out here? Honestly, I'm just trying to put myself in any like little thing. I... Mm-hmm. Originally, I was supposed to do uh, the L.A. modeling experience. Okay. Um, something came up, but I did. I was supposed to. Um, and that I still would want to do that. I still would. I would do that next year. I, would, I just want to. I'm just trying to find little things. Same thing with music. I go to open mics and stuff um, to get myself out there. And I'm just I'm still just trying to learn, learn my way around with modeling because that is it is new. Like I've always taken pictures, but it is new to me on everything that comes with modeling. So yeah, I know you said when you were when you were younger, you were a little bit maybe nervous or timid to perform in front yes. of people. Do you feel like you've you know brushed that off now and it's it's easier, or is it something yeah, you still have no. to kind of like prepare yourself for? Yeah, 
know, I still def I have definitely gotten better, but it is something I still have to prepare myself for. Like before I do any performance, I feel like I get very quiet. Like I mm. just like like introspective. Yeah, yeah. like I have yeah. to bring myself together and I'll like tell myself to calm down. Um, Cause they're really, I, I don't even know where the fear comes from. I'm not really afraid to mess up. Um, it's more so like, I don't know. I'm a perfectionist. Like I'll, mm-hmm. I, I'll get mad at myself if I do that in the comfort of my own home. So yeah. doing that in front of people, it's just like, ugh, I wish I didn't do that. But, um, but yeah, I've definitely worked on it. It's, it's really about self-motivating. Like I'll, I just really talk to myself in my head or out loud if I need to, but really mainly in my head. Um, and I'll just do it. When I was younger, I definitely will find any excuse not to go to a performance. But True. now I, I'm like, I have to. Like, this is, this is what I do. This mm-hmm. is what I chose to do. And I'm very serious about it. So it's just things. I just got to get over it. I, I am getting a little more comfortable. But yeah. it's not easy at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of put myself um, into like a, like a mental game of like preparation. And uh, like when I have to like perform in front of people, I try to tell myself that like, these people aren't worried they they don't like really yeah. care like mm-hmm. they just want to be entertained like anyway that's kind of like what i tell myself yeah. like because i <laughs> when i went to school and like you played in front of like your peers and like your your mentors that was like a little bit more intimidating because they're listening and they're yes. dissecting and you're gonna see them the next day yeah yeah they know you on a more intimate level yes. yeah so that that's kind of like my process like um i will like you know, okay, it's not that big a deal. It's not yeah. as big of a deal as I'm making it. Yeah. And it's really all in your head. You yeah. know, once you figure that out, it's like, okay, it's it's really not that bad. Yeah. It I, really, really is all in your head. Yeah, I can relate to that, like, perfectionist um, thing. It's like the expectations that you, like, set for yourself. Yes. I think we all have that to a degree. Yeah. I think, you know, anyone trying to put something out there, we all want it to be good. Yeah, you want you to, we're sensitive about yeah. our stuff. Yeah, yeah for mm-hmm. sure. So you've got a, a project coming out, um, your new album, mm-hmm. right? Uh, let's... Uh, Let's talk about that. Let's hear about the inspiration and tell us what it's about. So it is titled The Book of Adoniah. Um, I called it that because my I feel like my background is very interesting. My dad's a pastor. Um, I didn't mention my mom's a cop as well. But yeah, my dad being a pastor, I, I really was in church all all the time. But um, I turned out to be gay, which is also, you know, that's a that's a big thing within you know, the Christian community, that's not really a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just went through like a lot of emotions, a lot of different things. And I kind of wanted to tell that story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was smart to call it the book of Adonai night. Cause there's, you know, in, in the, in the Bible, you know, there's different books. Uh-huh. And I, just, I just thought it was really smart. Adonai yeah, yeah. is actually, uh, in the Bible. That's my name is from the Bible. It means Lord is my God. So it just seemed very, very cool. So yeah, I just kind of okay. want to tell my story a little bit and make it a little clever. I thought it was really clever. So. That is really clever. I like that. Yeah. Uh, can you give us like kind of like a um, like a, like a sneak peek, like what uh, um, what what we, what we can expect to hear? You can expect to hear uh, very much a little freaky, a little. Um, I may come off as like a a player, or like, I don't know. I don't know how people with the terms they use is, sure. but um. Just because I was going, I was just trying to figure myself out, I guess, figure out what I like or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of talked about that in my music and I was dibbling and dabbling. You'll, you'll hear me kind of in my feelings or kind of just like I was talking about really how I, I was looking at myself. I just felt like a, a bad person sometimes. But mm-hmm. then 
you'll hear me enjoying my life, enjoying myself now. Like I'm, I'm okay with where I'm at. So yeah. that's kind of what you'll you'll hear in okay. my songs. Yes. Do you find it easier to? I know for myself. I mean, I'm a lot more comfortable now. But also growing up, I was I was very shy. Yes. You know, very introspective. I had a hard time. I, I, you know, if I'm in a, with a group of people, I'm the one, you know, just kind of sitting yeah, quiet, yeah. listening. I'm always in the back of the class, not not saying that anything. Yeah, that, yes. you know, not it wasn't raising my hand, that you know, to answer me. any questions unless you know they asked me. Never. Yes. <laughs> Do you find it easier, you know, to to tell that story and express yourself with your music, with your art, than say if you were just, you know, yes, t- tell me your tell me your life story. Like, is it easier for you to do it that way? For sure, I actually. Like, I really am, uh, I still am pretty quiet. Like, coming out here, I've had to talk more, like, because I have to, um, to do music. But, um, yes, it is definitely, like, my music's kind of like a, a diary. Like, it's definitely easier. Like, and there's one thing about me. I do not cuss. You can ask anybody. I do not cuss unless you'll hear it in my music. Like, it's not really in my vocabulary. But when I'm giving, like, emotion, I literally only do it in my music. Mm. So, um. Yes, yeah, definitely just a lot easier to exp- just express myself. I have, I don't know why I have a hard time just talking, but when I'm trying to write a song, I can give, I can spill all, everything, yeah. everything. So, so yeah, yeah, definitely. It is definitely easier to uh, talk about, I guess, deep stuff with, with my music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, who are some artists that inspire you, like other singers? I really like jasmine sullivan i think she is her voice is just amazing her vocal technique her control i've always just admired when i was a kid i listened to her a lot as well but i've always admired like how she easily just uses her voice and can literally do anything with it like it's literally an instrument um i really like um, erica badu i like summer walker mm-hmm. lauren hill oh yeah but um honestly i won't lie um, because i was listening to a bunch of christian music when i was younger i didn't know about the i guess older artists until like i got a little older so i don't want to say recently but kind of recently i just came i just really found my love for uh lauren hill and uh erica badu like i was just like wow they really i don't know something about them it just really is different yeah yeah yeah. um and i never i don't think i was really interested in the old older stuff when i was younger but yeah it's just different when i'm older you had some of that too where you know, some oh, artists you, you weren't vibing when you were younger, but now you've kind of come oh, yeah. back to it as absolutely. well. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, like, like Prince is one that I bring up like often. Oh, yeah. But uh, you know, I despised it when I was a little kid. Yeah, but now that I'm I... older, yeah, I'm like, oh, this is amazing. Like, yeah. how could I ever? Yeah, just look at it differently. Not? Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I've had that experience also with like Nas. Like as a kid, you know, I was too little to like really like listen to yeah. like his stuff. But then, like, kind yeah, of the lyrics yeah. and, and as, as I got older, like, I found out like he's still like releasing stuff, and I was like, oh, like this stuff is still amazing. Yeah. Like, and so I went down like a whole like uh like a Nas rabbit hole, like, mm. just for like months. And so, like, yeah, I, I find myself doing that too because, like, one thing about like I think like the history of music is that there's like relations, like, yeah, everything is like sort of connected. Yeah, and so like um you hear something like today but like you can listen to something like 30 years ago and still find like similarities similar yeah yeah because yeah. we, we yeah, all draw from what we listen to and what we see and for sure you know use it in our own way yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah. so adonai you had a, a bit of music that you wanted to share with us yeah yes i do um this is a song that's already out it's called ain't you mine 
uh, it's definitely my favorite. I feel like it showcases my sound. Like if you ever wanted to know kind of what my style is, I think this song does showcase that. Yeah. It's amazing. Like yeah. uh, just the blend of like the guitar and the piano, like yes, with your voice you. is yeah. like. Yeah, I really love instruments. I love uh, the sound of guitar. I can't play myself, but I really do like love guitar. When I'm looking yeah. for beats, that's usually what I'm looking for. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, thank you. Cool. Well, uh, what do you have coming up? What's uh, what's the newest for you? Um, right now, I uh, music wise, I'm just working on my project. Um, trying to finish up the book of Adonia. Um, but as of right now, I'm trying to, I'm putting out like little stuff that I already have recorded, you know, just to keep people up to date with my sound or just, you know, just keep them yep. happy. Keep the momentum. Yes, yep. Yep. Keep them, yeah, keep the momentum up. Um, other than that, um, in modeling, I really am just finding little things to do. Uh, on the first, I have a, a modeling gig for uh oh that's why i have my teeth i don't know if you noticed i have my teeth done it's for the teeth they want to oh. um someone is they want to promote their stuff so i'm, I'm being used okay. as a you know a model for that but um yeah other than that i'm just going with the flow trying to find trying to find little things that uh, that i can come to yeah yeah. But yeah all right so adonaya um what kind of things are you working on right now or what are you doing to like help brand yourself as an artist Right now, well, the whole reason I came to LA uh, was to help brand myself or rebrand myself. I, I oh, I, I forgot to mention as well. I started off. My name was Addy the Batty before I before okay. I changed it okay. to Adonai because that was I don't know. It was like a nickname growing up, but I changed it to Adonai, which actually is my real name, and um, it's really because I wanted people to learn my name. And I really do love my name. And I felt like it's more mature than Addy the Batty gotcha. um, as well, but um. Yeah, some of the things I'm doing to help brand myself um, is starting with my uh, new project, Book of Adonaya. I'm trying little things. Like, I have a song on there called Red Flag. Um, okay. And, uh, yeah, I'm just doing little things with that. I want to do, 
in the future, I'm going to do some interviews or not really interviews. Well, I guess little interviews um, asking people what their red flags are, because I'm sure everyone has Ooh. a red flag or yep, met yep. someone with a red flag. For sure. Um, so like little things that, uh, you know, have happened or you've experienced you've had with yes, people. Or exactly. Like, oh, yes. Maybe thinking back, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I feel like that, that would be a cool thing to do. Um, I'm also going to have actual books um, called Book of Adonai with, you know, exclusive oh, things okay. in it um that's cool yeah i thought yeah other than that um doing this podcast right yeah. yes doing this podcast <laughs> yes and yeah going to different interviews going to different open mics uh different modeling gigs mm-hmm. um just to kind of like establish yourself as an artist like here yes okay yeah. it sounds like you got a lot of uh, interesting things in the pipeline yes i do yeah, yes. that's exciting yeah thank you yeah well, uh, where, where can people listen to your music and, and see what's going on with you? You can listen to me on all platforms, uh, Apple Music, Spotify, um, SoundCloud. Yeah, I don't know. All, all, all platforms. I'm at all, all platforms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and my Instagram is Adonai. That is I-A-M-A-D-O-N-I-J-A-H. Uh, that's my main social media that I'm on. All right. Well, Adonaya, thank you so much for being on the podcast with you. Really thank appreciate you so it. Yeah, it was a pleasure having you. Thank you so much. This was really fun.